Hello, this is Hold Emanuel. And I'm Wayne VZ. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we will be talking about a topic that has been an ongoing argument at our school, lacrosse versus baseball. My side of this argument is lacrosse. And my side of this argument is baseball. We play opposite sports. And the only way to settle this argument is to tell you what makes this argument so heated and what the factors are to this argument. These two sports are in a heated rivalry at our school and many other schools due to the competitiveness of the sports and the time at which they are played. You either play one or the other. There's no getting around that. I'm so glad you asked. Lacrosse is actually America's oldest sport, dating back to the 17th century. It was played by the Iroquois Indians in a different way, but they had the same concept by having the same sticks, ball, and net. The updated version of lacrosse was first played in 1897. Hey, Wade, now that we're on the topic, when was baseball invented? Well, let me fill you in on that. People have traced older bat and ball games all the way back to the year 1744 in Ireland. The folks living in Ireland spent their free time playing a game called rounders. The rules had similar concepts to our modern-day baseball, but it wasn't until 1749 when the first official game of rounders took place. By the 1830s, these first genetics of baseball found its way to North America, where the first recorded game in the continent took place in Ontario, Canada in 1838. In 1867, in New York, New York, the first major league came to be. Actually, I'd like to know more about the development of baseball in the United States. Okay, well, there was a national agreement in 1903 that featured the merging between the two separate major leagues and the World Series, pitting the two major league champions against each other, was inaugurated that fall. The year 1920 saw two significant additions to the baseball world the signing of the first commissioner, and the creation of the first significant Negro League, which was called the Negro National League. Well, I've been talking for a while, and I'm quite intrigued on how the game of lacrosse is played. I've never actually seen a lacrosse game, but I'd like to know more about the, how the game is played and the equipment you use to play lacrosse. Sure, I'd love to explain. Lacrosse has more equipment than baseball, but there's a reason. There is more physical contact in lacrosse than baseball, and you have to have more equipment to stay safe and make sure that you don't get hurt. First of all, there, everybody wears a helmet, which has pads all around it, and you have to wear a mouth guard with it. There are pads on your back and chest, which come with shoulder pads and elbow pads. 
There are also gloves that have foam on your knuckles to make sure that you don't get hit as hard. You have cleats on that go up to your ankle to prevent a sprained ankle and make, your, make sure that your ankle is stable while you run. The goalies have different pads than the field players. They have longer chest pads that go down all the way over their stomach and they have no elbow pads because they're not allowed to get hit when they're their circle or what we call a crease. The goalies still have gloves and a helmet, but they have an additional piece called the net guard that protects their neck from shots that they take. The goalie has a different stick than everybody else on the field. Their head, what holds the ball, is bigger than everybody else's. The defenders, on the other hand, have the longest stick on the field. Theirs ranges to about six feet long. The middies and attackmen have the shortest sticks because they have to be able to do skill moves with it and it is easier to do them when the stick is short. They can also run faster with this and it is not as heavy. Lacrosse is played on a field that is the same size as a football field. There are two goals on each side of the field, one for each team. There are 10 players on the field at once, one goalie, three defenders, three attackmen, and three middies. You can only have six players on each side of the field at once. If you have more than that, you get a penalty, and then you lose a player for a certain amount of time. When you score, the goal is worth one point, and you, there's four quarters in the game. Each quarter is 15 minutes long. There are many other ways that you can get a penalty in lacrosse. First of all, you cannot trip someone, push from behind, or hit them in the face with your stick. You cannot hit as hard as you can, which is called a slash. You will automatically get a flag thrown. The referees indicate a penalty by throwing a flag that is in their waistband. Penalties range from one minute to 30 seconds, and some are a minute 30 seconds if you do something really bad. Your equipment can also be illegal. If your stick net is too long and the ball can be buried inside it, it is illegal. It is illegal because it is harder for the defender to hit the ball out of your stick. Also, if your stick is too long or too short or is plastic, you cannot have a plastic stick because it is easier to run with and throw. Hey, Wade, what's the equipment and field like in baseball? Well, a helmet is, is worn by a batter to protect his or her head and the ear facing the pitcher from the ball, while some helmets have ear protectors only on one side as only the ear facing the pitcher should be protected. Helmets with ear protectors on both sides are more common as some batters are left-handed and some are right-handed. All players wear a hat to shade their eyes from the sun. Baseball hat design has become so popular with the general public 
that they are also used to make a style statement. Catchers wear a helmet with a face mask similar to a hockey goalkeeper mask to protect both their head and face. Sometimes they might wear a separate helmet and face mask. All players, coaches, and managers wear shirts and pants. Each team has a uniform dress of a specific color and design. Players sometimes wear padded support shorts to protect the player's thighs when he or she slides into the bases. Some sliding shorts contain a pocket for a cup that serves as a jock strap. All baseball players wear baseball-specific shoes called baseball cleats made of rubber or metal that players wear for better traction. There's also a baseball bat. It is a round, solid, wooden, or hollow aluminum bat. Wooden bats are traditionally made from ash wood, though sometimes maple and bamboo is also used. There's also a ball. It is called a baseball, which is the name of the game. Layers of yarn or string is rolled on a quartz sphere, and a leather coat is stitched over to make it a baseball. Players wear leather gloves to protect their palms. A webbed pocket between the thumb and first finger help the fielder to catch the ball easily. Catchers wear leather mitts instead of the normal mitts, with connected finger pockets that are much wider and better padded than normal fielder's gloves. A first baseman, however, wear leather mitts that are longer and wider than a standard fielder's glove. They are similar to a catcher's mitt as the four fingers are connected. Additionally, it is rounded and has more padding than a standard fielder's glove. Batsmen also wear gloves on one or both hands for additional grip to avoid shock when they strike the ball when batting. In baseball, there are two main aspects of playing the game. The, a team has to bat initially, and the other team has to defend the pitch. Once the innings are complete, the roles are reversed. And this goes on for up to nine innings at professional level. As discussed earlier, nine players of the team stand at specific defensive positions on the field during defensive play. During offensive play, all players act as bat batsmen, taking turns and try to hit the ball. Once the batter hits the ball, he or she can begin to run from home plate counterclockwise from one base to the other and back to home plate to score a point or a run. The defensive team that fields the, the court tries to get the ball and tag it to the batsman to end the run chase. The pitcher pitches the baseball at a certain level towards the batsman over the home plate. A clever pitcher pitches a difficult ball to make it difficult for the batsman to hit it far and score runs. The catcher takes his position behind the home plate with heavy protective gear and a special mitt. He crouches to pick up the ball if the batsman misses it and also fields it if the ball lands close by. The first baseman, who should be a good catcher, stands at the first base and tries to get hold of the ball before the batsman reaches the first base and tags him. The second baseman tries to tag the batsman by guarding the area between the first and second base and helps catch ground balls before they roll into the outfield. The third baseman closely guards third base. He is skilled in sending the balls back to first base across the diamond with a strong throwing arm. 
three players called the outfielders guard each of the left, right, and center sections of the outfield. They catch balls that reach far. I lost. Oh, shit. Cut it. When the batsman hits hard to score more runs, the umpire shouldn't favor any team and should act unbiased. He watches the game closely to announce runs scored in each play. Only offensive team members who bat can get an out. Once a player's out, he or she is removed from the batting rotation and from play for the rest of the inning. Once three players of the offensive team are out, the defensive team gets a chance to bat. A batsman can hit either a fair ball or a foul ball. If the batsman advances to a base without any errors, it is called a hit. When a batsman swings at the ball but misses it, it is called a strike. Foul balls, too, result in strike. Three strikes will make the batsman out and is called a strikeout. Once a batsman is out, the next batsman is in the batting order gets a chance to bat. When a ball is pitched too far from the hitting area to be hit by the batsman, it is called a ball. After four balls, the batsman gets a free advancement to first base. The situation is also called base on balls or walk. When the batsman hits the ball outside the foul lines, it is a foul ball. When a foul ball is caught and turned into fly out, the foul ball is counted as a strike. Besides the batsman, the runners too stay at the bases to score runs. They try to steal the bases by running even before the batter hits the ball. And this is called hit and run. A batsman or a runner can be put out or run down when they cannot reach the next base before getting tagged. Tagging is done by making the runner touch the ball. Otherwise, runners reach the base safely and score a run. If the ball lands in the foul territory after it is hit, it is also considered to be an error. When the bases are loaded, more than one runner can be put out. Two outs and a single hit is called a double play, and three outs is called a triple play. Sometimes the runner is forced to advance to the next base and get out because there is a runner behind them. Such outs are called force outs. A game might be forfeited when a team is awarded a win as the opposing team commits a foul. I think I'm pretty filled in on baseball now. Yeah, but I would like to know more about Major League Lacrosse. I haven't heard much about that. What really is it? Major League Lacrosse is not very popular in the U.S. Only the northern part of the world knows about it. Major League Lacrosse was pronounced in 2001, and there's only six Major League teams. They are the lowest paid athletes in the world right now, only making $10,000 to $25,000 a year off of playing lacrosse. They play each other 16 times a season. With a year-on-year attendance increase, Major League Lacrosse has continued to lead the sport of lacrosse into a mainstream of competitive team sports. As I said before, lacrosse has only six major league teams. The Boston Cannons, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, the New York Lizards, 
the Philadelphia Barrage, the Denver Outlaws, and the Connecticut Hammerheads. These teams all play at least 16 times a year with each other. Major League Lacrosse has grown so much since it started, drawing in 10,000 people every year. It has also drawn in many different companies such as New Balance, Warrior Lacrosse, and Coca-Cola. The MLL has different rules than college, high school, and middle school lacrosse. They are able to slash and to have more people on the field. Other rules include a 60-second shot clock and the ability to score two points off of one goal after scoring on a, from behind a line that is 30 feet out from the goal. MLL games are broadcasted on ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN+. The quarters of the MLL game increase by five minutes, so each quarter is 20 minutes long. Now that I've told you about Major League Cross, I want to hear more about Major League Baseball. Okay, let me tell you about the highlights of the newborn MLB. In the early days, professional baseball saw lower scoring games, unlike the dominance of the present day MLB. It saw the rise of the legends of Babe Ruth, Jackie Robinson, and many other baseball players many consider to be national heroes. The league also faced challenges such as racial integration, attendance, and the use of PEDs. Records were established and later broken. Baseball has had a huge impact on many cultures. Baseball has inspired and saved lives of people young and old. It has brought fan bases together and sparked friendships and relationships. Baseball has shown us true talent and work ethic. So why do you think baseball is better than lacrosse? It's simple. Who can argue against America's pastime? Baseball goes with America's, ketchup goes with french fries. Okay, sure, uh, baseball is America's pastime, but lacrosse has been around longer, and it takes more athletic ability. What are some other details that you could give me to prove that baseball is a better sport than lacrosse? Oh, you want proof? Just look at the hundreds of movies that were huge hits in the U.S. Field of Dreams, Eight Men Out, The Pride of the Yankees, Major League, Bull Durham, The Natural, The Sandlot, and Moneyball are all examples of how baseball has impacted the U.S. Can lacrosse say that? No. They had one movie and it was trash. But what is lacrosse even anyway? It seems like a combination of other sports. Okay, yeah, lacrosse is like many other sports, but that helps identify it. Baseball is like no other sport, and if you see it for the first time, you wouldn't understand what they are doing. Lacrosse, you can understand what they are doing just by watching soccer, hockey, or football. You would understand that they're trying to get the ball from one end of the field to the other. Oh, you don't believe me? Let's just look at the basics of the game in comparison to other sports. The purpose is to move a ball across a grass field into the opponent's goal. Sounds like soccer. The referees throw flags, just like football. It's relatively violent, but not actually violent. Sounds like...
sounds a lot like basketball. And there's a penalty box, just like hockey. See? But let me show you more. To call lacrosse as major league pathetic is an understatement. The players are paid anywhere between $10,000 and $25,000. That's below the poverty line. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball players average about $3.2 million a year, not to mention the name lacrosse. You want to know who came up with that name? The French. How lame. Let's face it, lacrosse will always live in the shadows of baseball. Sure, lacrosse is like many other sports, but baseball is probably one of the most boring sports that you can watch, and everybody knows that. The only reason people go to the games is mostly for the food and just the experience of being around each other. They never watch the game, they always just talk. I did a poll on Snapchat where I interviewed 56 people, and 44 of them chose lacrosse over baseball, and only 12 chose baseball. And they all said that baseball was too boring to watch and they didn't like it as much as lacrosse. Lacrosse is very interesting probably because of the fact that it has physical contact and that you can hit each other. And most of the time people are just running around going after the ball on the ground. Which makes it very exciting and tense because most of the time every game comes down to the wire of who can score in the last five minutes of the game. Lacrosse is more interesting than baseball in many ways, like how in baseball you have to wait for people to hit the ball and switch positions on the field. Lacrosse, there is always something happening, whether it's on offense or defense. I will admit, lacrosse has someone standing still on some side of the field at one point, but there is always something going on on the other side of the field. People are always making plays, running around, and chasing the ball. This makes lacrosse way more interesting and speeds up the game. The gameplay of lacrosse is also way more intense. You never see people sitting on the edge of their seat for baseball. It's always lacrosse, watching that final play of the game, watching them run up the field about to score. Baseball, you just wait for the person to hit to score a home run. That's not fun at all. Baseball is America's pastime, but we can all agree that younger kids think that lacrosse is more fun to watch and play. Baseball is just too boring to watch. That is true, but when you get older and into the major leagues, baseball is way more rewarding. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. We hope that you learned a lot more about baseball and lacrosse while tuning in. Bye.